You're listening to the Special Chronicles show. This is episode 350 with our guests Matthew and, and Crystal uh, Williams from Special Olympics Canada. Coming up right now on SpecialChronicles.com. This is Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. Podcasting since 2008, this is the show where we're broadcasting disability stories from an insider's perspective, and we are giving a voice to people with special needs. This is your weekly guide to find and joy, acceptance, and inclusion. I shudder thinking how the world can be so cruel. I lend my voice to those who care. Welcome back to the Special Chronicles show. This is Daniel, founder of Special Chronicles and a Southern Survival International Global Messenger Special Olympics. And our guests today are Matthew and Crystal uh, Williams from Special Olympics Canada. Welcome to um, um, Special Chronicles. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. So... We first met when we were at the 2019 World Games in Abu Dhabi, um, which was a uh, very fun, fun time being um, over there. Uh, but for any news introduce yourselves and tell us what the disability you that you were diagnosed with and and uh, and uh, um, uh, both met. All right, Chris, go first. Okay. Hi, I'm Crystal Williams. I um, I have a disability that is called Kabuki syndrome. It's very rare. Not a lot of people know what it is compared to like Down syndrome, Down syndrome or like autism. So basically, what it is is um, it's a multiple different things that my disability has. And for me, I was born with a cleft palate, which was a hole in my lip. And so they had to um, take me into surgery when I was like three weeks old, I think it was, to patch up the hole in my lip. And so that's part of it. But I also have a moderate severe hearing loss. And... um, I also, uh, not anymore, but when I was really little, um, I also had seizures that were part of my syndrome as well. But uh, thankfully, when I was, I think, so four, I think it was, I grew out of the seizures, so I have, I've never been on medication or any of that for it. I haven't had seizures since. Um, yeah, that's basically it. It's just multiple different things, and um, it's uh, also to part of my balance as well growing up was a big thing too, like my posture and everything was um, not great. So that's also part part of um, Kabuki syndrome as well. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I'm Matthew Williams, I'm substance athlete, and my disability is I was born with epilepsy, or as Crystal um, talked about, more commonly referred to as seizures, and I had that for about eight, nine years, um, quite severe. Um, the most difficult part of that was um, I was struggling with four different types of uh, seizures with therapy of severity and um, at one time I was having up to 100 seizures a day. Mm -hmm. uh, I tried different medications that the doctors recommend and suggest different things but with uh, limited uh, that. Uh, when I was about eight years old, my parents made the decision for me to have break which was risky at the time as still fairly new for children, but they thought that was the best way to help me turn me in my seizures. Thankfully, really successful, and I've been seizure-free for over 15 years. I do also struggle with a learning disability, so for me, I do struggle in school, and um, there are various challenges that come um, with me there as well. So I still struggle with learning disability, and that'll be something else for the rest of my life. Can you guys uh, share how, how you first got involved in special Olympics and yeah, um, I think we both got involved in Special Olympics when we were in grade eight, our first day of high school. Um, one of the teachers had suggested the program, and we both got interested. And um, we both did different sports at the time, um, but it was a great way to meet new friends and people that were, you know, had similar challenges, but really made us feel included in a group. And I think that was really important for us. Yeah. Also, you know, knowing that other people who are kind of like us, but maybe different, you know, it always it also felt good knowing that there's other people out there that have disabilities too. So you didn't feel truly alone anymore. Yeah. What what sports do you guys compete in? Yeah. Um, I the sports I compete in currently right now is like about being in Abu Dhabi at the um, 2019 World Games? Well, of course, I was very excited because here in Canada, we don't have a question part of Special Olympics yeah. Canada. So I got the opportunity, and I kind of jumped at it. When I found out we were going to go, I asked Matt and I begged him, like, oh, can we 
please try and see if we can go watch the question. I'm so excited that uh, we got to go and watch and see some of the riders from all over the world. Thank you for that. And uh, for my summer, we did some multiple things. Um, one of the moments was, I think, um, getting to meet a lot of the uh, Southern Shriver National Global Messengers, such as yourself and other athletes. Yeah. Having that former position, it was really neat to see um, how the athlete leaders were valued at those games and how many opportunities they were given to speak and share their stories. and and how talented they were and, and how much it's grown even since I was involved. That's something I really got a lot out of. And I, I also think it was really neat to watch fans that have maybe never been introduced before seeing Special Olympics coming out and seeing the amazing talent of all the athletes that were there and coming away with, I think, a different perspective. I think there's still a perception of what people think individuals mm -hmm. with disabilities can do, and I think being able for those athletes to really change that mindset into maybe a more positive view and going, wow, and showing that even though they have a disability, we still have many abilities, and that's something I really enjoyed watching. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. It was neat to be able to really show people what what we're able to, to do despite the, the disabilities that we were diagnosed with. Um, so, uh, uh, Matthew, what what did you enjoy about being on the board of directors for Special Olympics in in international? Yes, um, my position. I recently stepped off, and they've um, selected a new athlete member to sit on the board of directors, which has been doing a phenomenal job. Um, I was thankful to sit on the board for eight years, and what I really enjoyed is getting um, getting a different perspective. I think I had had a view of what happened in North America and Canada, but it was really neat to see the wonderful things that was happening in all regions um, around the world in Special Olympics. Not just the successes, but also sort of the challenges. And I was really thankful to be able to bring an athlete's point of view to the table and hopefully I was able to represent the athletes in the best way I could and really bring their ideas forward because I didn't want it just to be my views, I wanted to make sure that athletes felt that they were being listened and heard and that their ideas were being brought forward to the board and that they were being listened to. Mm -hmm. um, it's an uh, experience that I'm really thankful I got to have. Neat. And you a formal SSI GM, um, what, when was your tome and what was a highlight uh, from, from, from being a, um, a, a Southern Survival International Global uh, uh, Messenger? Uh, yes, I was thankful to be selected in 2010 um, and I served from 2010 to 2014 with the class with a lot of other amazing speakers and athlete representatives. Uh, the one moment I'll never forget and really truly stood out for me and I was thankful to have was uh, getting to speak at the Greek Parliament during the 2011 World Games and there was a few challenges going on in the country at the time mm -hmm. and to be given that opportunity to speak to um, 
really powerful leaders there and share my story and bring awareness about Special Olympics and the impact it had, not just on my life, but millions of athletes around the world. It was uh, truly an amazing experience, and I'm thankful to do that. Neat. And you briefly served as the chair for, for the Global Athlete Congress. Can you tell us a, a little bit about, about that, that, that experience? Yes. Uh, in 2010, they had the Global Athlete Congress in Marrakesh, Morocco, and brought together athletes from all the different regions to really bring forward their ideas and perspectives on what they'd like to see Special Olympics happen from an athlete's point of view. And one of the positions offered was Global Athlete Congress Chair, where athletes select one athlete to represent them for, um, for a term. And I was honored to be selected, and uh, so what happened with that is uh, I got to be selected to sit on the board. And as I was saying earlier, it was a great opportunity for me to bring athletes' ideas forward, not just from Canada and North America, but get to speak to athletes all around the world and really bring their ideas forward on what I thought maybe some of the challenges I've heard and successes and what they thought it would be good to make sure that the movement is really truly being um, athlete-led. And Burrell uh, had a lot of great opportunities in opposition. Absolutely. So, Matthew, you gave a TED Talk in Vancouver in 2015 that reached over a, a million views and tons of people uh, uh, um, saw that. Can you tell us a little bit about that experience and what you enjoyed speaking uh, at, at that TED Talk? Yes. Uh, yeah, the, the opportunity came about there having that, a TED event in Vancouver and uh, they thought Special Olympics might be a, a good opportunity to uh, select an athlete to speak at the event. And I went through a selection process and was one of the athletes chosen to speak. And I was really thankful that that opportunity came about. And it was really exciting, exciting and nervous because it was a group of people in attendance that knew maybe very little about Special Olympics or none at all. So I wasn't sure how it was going to be received. But I was thankful that, uh, you know, it was uh, a speech that went over very well and people enjoyed. And uh, I think what I've taken away is that the people that are viewing that and that's reached out to are people that I hope have come away with a different perspective. And hearing you share my story, um, the goal was that I wanted to share that Special Olympics is not just changing the perceptions of the individuals itself, but it also changes the perceptions of people watching. And I've been really thankful to hear that a lot of people have said, you know, after hearing your TED Talk, I feel differently. I've chosen not to use the R word. I have more respect. And being able to hear that it's changed those kind of people and I've been able to speak outside of the organization. It's truly uh, important. Yeah, it's an experience I'll never forget. Neat, neat. So, uh, um, Crystal, can you tell us a, a, a little bit about your uh, um, blog and 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 why you wanted to um, um, start your uh, blog? Oh yeah, sure. So it was about a couple years ago. I was just uh, thinking. You know, I wanted to 
do a blog, but I was like, well, I don't know how I'm going to start it. So I was talking to one of our coaches that I know um, through basketball that Matt has been with the Special Olympics. And we're really good friends with him and, and their son. And, mm. and he's been helping us out, you know, with trying to, um, you know, get ourselves out there on, like, social media and stuff. So I was asking him, and he's like, well, you know what, you should just do it. Like, if you really want to, um, why don't you give it a shot and see how it goes. And it's been going really well. I love being able to write in general. Um, you know, like one thing I, I really want to do is become a, a published author and everything. So. My writing has been kind of strong, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to try blogging instead. And I, I really like it. I like being able to not only tell my story, but also, you know, tell where, where Matt and I are. Like, say, when we were in Abu Dhabi, I really enjoyed being able to, you know, tell our experience about what we enjoyed in Abu Dhabi or um, recently Matt and I just got back from a trip to Georgia and you know that was amazing to go down there and get to talk to the staff um, of Special Olympics Georgia and, you know even just fun things like um, talking about uh, our honeymoon and talking about our wedding and all that kind of stuff and just Another, another topic that I'm really passionate about that I try really hard to um, put out there is mental health. Mm -hmm. And I struggle with my mental health with depression. So for me, it's, it's a way to express myself to other people you know, who have disabilities or no disabilities or they can be struggling with depression or anxiety or they can be, you know, struggling with their disability and just they want some something to read and find, you know, somebody that, hey, she struggles with her mental health or, hey, she has a disability too and, you know, that, she's doing this or whatever. I just want to be able to um, get myself out there to maybe help somebody else or just you know, even share my story. Yeah. You never know who you can touch by, you know, reading stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So, what do you enjoy about uh, about writing and traveling and photography and uh, horseback riding? What do you... So, um, writing I really enjoy because, like, Matt knows, I have million notebooks running around the house here. That's an absolutely crazy, but hey, it, it's my system when I write stuff down, or, you know, I have a really good idea that I have to write down for maybe another book idea that I have, or, you know, or writing it in my blog, like, you know, I might be like, oh, I want to write about this for my next blog, and I'll ask Matt and be like, hey, what do you think about this idea. So that that's what I love about writing. But um, I also love photography. I love being able to take photos. 
and um, you know, it's another passion of mine. But it's um, it's so cool to be able to go traveling and take photos, you know, of places around the world or animals or landscape or any of that kind of stuff mm. to share with like my family and friends when we get home from a trip or even if I have a spare moment uh, on like my day off I'll take my camera out and yes okay I'll maybe take too many pictures of our cat but you can't be doing a horrible okay or I'll take a couple hundred photos of the horses at my barn because that's, I'm just a huge animal lover and so you know horseback riding is very important to me because um, like I said growing up I started riding when I was like three, three or three and a half years old and if it wasn't for horseback riding I wouldn't be where I am today because of my posture and everything with the ther therapy that helps me and now I'm able to do competition. I mean, I'm not going far right now, but I still get to do video competition, which is pretty amazing. I did one, what was it, three ago? And um, I actually came in first yeah. in, my, in my class, which was so cool. I've never done that before, and it was just an amazing experience. And so, yeah. Um, as you can tell, I'm very passionate about all that kind of stuff and being able to travel with Matt for, you know, such amazing events with Special Olympics is pretty cool or if we get to go away on a, on a trip just the two of us like we, uh, we did to go um, to Alaska and May, which is absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah. So, what inspired you to to um, start your blog? Uh, is there any um, particular story that in, inspired you to um, start your blog? Um, not necessarily. I was kind of going through other people's blogs just to kind of get an idea of like, how it works. But more importantly, I just needed another outlet because I was struggling writing. And so I was like, you know what, I want to try blogging instead because I, um, I usually love to write. And I've been struggling for, I want to say the last three years. I started writing a book, but then I kind of got stumped and I didn't know where where to go. So of course I had writer's block and that's where I asked one of those coaches in Special Olympics who also does a lot of things with you know people with special needs to help get them going and everything and he says, Well, you know, if you're struggling writing a book, why don't you try blogging and see where that gets you? So whenever I can't write down, you know, something for a book idea or any of that, then I go to my blog and I think, okay, well, um, 
last thing I did on my blog was a trip to Georgia. So mm-hmm. I wrote things about, you know, trips, what's going on in my life, and that kind all, all that kind of yeah. stuff. Neat, neat. Uh, it's neat that we have these platforms with blogs and podcasts to be able to get our stories out there, and and uh, and, and and so people can understand about um, what we're able to uh, do, and 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 that we have the same abilities as everybody else. Uh, so before we get into some final thoughts, we'll take a short break just to mention our, uh, our sponsors and um, here a PSA for the inclusion revolution, and then we'll uh, get into some final thoughts. This episode is sponsored by the Jenny and PJ Fortnall Foundation. We thank Jenny Fortnall and her family for the generous support of our mission at Special Chronicles. This episode is also brought to you by listeners like you. Please join our supporters and help support us at Special Chronicles with your taxi tech boat donation today to help us continue our, mi- our mission of giving respect and voice to people with special needs. Please go to specialchronicles.com slash give. That's specialchronicles.com slash give. And we thank you for your general support of our mission at Special Chronicles. And Special Chronicles is proud to partner with the Comrade Energy Force Ambassador Program. The Energy Force is the country's first energy efficiency education program designed for and taught by people with disabilities. Comrade is powering lives and radio is powering us here at Special Chronicles. Learn more at specialchronicles.com slash comrade. That's specialchronicles.com slash comrade. We thank Comrade for the general support of Special Chronicles. We're not just athletes. We are the ambassadors of an uprising. Peaceful protesters. In a rebellion against anyone who has a fear of difference. 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 Our demands are equality. 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 Dignity. 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 And the recognition of our shared humanity. We will not stop or accept anything less. Today, our world is more divided than ever. And coming together has never been more urgent. The revolution is inclusion. Find out more at jointherevolution.org. You're listening to Special Chronicles Podcast. And here is your host. Hey, this is Daniel Founder of Special Chronicles and a Southern Survival International Global Messenger of Special Olympics. Guests uh, Matthew and Crystal uh, 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 Williams, welcome back. Thank you. Hi. So, um, you both wrote a story on Special Olympics titled uh, Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, what did you, can you show a, a, a little bit of, about this story and what you enjoy about being uh, married? Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, a little bit of how we came to be, just briefly. Uh, we both met in our first year of high school in grade 8 in the special education class we were um, attended. And uh, for about three or four years, we were just really good friends and got along together. And uh, uh, when we were both in grade 11, we started dating and uh, uh, we were together for a few years. And, and uh, I Said yes, which I was really happy about. Um, I think we're so happy when we 
we got married because um, for myself and just looking for her thoughts. But um, when I got older, having a disability, I, I didn't think that was going to be something I would have in my life. I mean, I didn't feel that I would get married and, and you know, family and all these things that um, have happened. And uh, I think for me, being married, it's given us opportunities, you know, to be more independent. Uh, we live on our own. Um, you know, we work a lot of things that I hope all individuals with intellectual disabilities can, from hearing this, um, can feel that they can achieve that too and, and, you know, it's possible for everyone. And I think for me, I'm most happy that, though every day, it's not just being married to Chris and when you share that with her, you're sharing it with your best friend and, uh, you know, being married is uh, the proudest thing. Yeah, oh, <laughs> um, yeah, so as Matt said, we met in high school, first year of high school, and, you know, growing up, having a disability, you, you never think, oh, you know, someday, one day or whatever, I'm going to get married and, you know, have a family or be able to live on my own or any of that kind of stuff, and so I was like, you know, it's probably not going to happen for me. And so I was kind of just like, all right, whatever. I guess I'm just going to have to live with that and everything. But then once high school hit and Matt and I became really good friends, uh, things changed because I was like, well, never th thought I would have such an amazing person in my life to call my best friend. and everything and it's, it's just been amazing for both of us because not only you know we, we were you know so happy with each other being married and have, having each other every day you know supporting one another and everything mm -hmm. but also what i found too is um not you really helped me as, as much as i helped him out so my biggest weaknesses are his uh, strengths, and his weaknesses are my strengths. So we kind of balance each other out. So for example, say um, when Matt and I travel, you know, there's certain times in airports I get a little anxious and all that, and of course Matt's traveling so much, so he knows, like, okay, this is where we're going to go, or whatever, but when hey, I'm here, so Matt and I are going somewhere, I, I can be able to say to Matt, hey, so we have to go this way, or no, we have to go over that way, or whatever, so it's just good in the long run being able to have, you know, your best friends, but also having that, that partner with you as well and it's just never like I said never thought this would happen for both of us and the fact that we're married and we're living on our own and we have our own pet and not to mention that you can jump in at any time that but we're both very lucky that our families are so um not only loving, but they they accept both of us for who we are, and mm -hmm. 
they're never it, like they're always like you know if you let me to get somewhere let us know we'll help you out or they're, they're always there for us no matter what Right. Yeah, I, I think for any individual with disabilities, I mean, obviously there's a lot of challenges for parents, but um, I think, as Crystal said, we're both thankful that even from a young age, we, we had parents that, you know, didn't see our limitation. They saw the opportunities and, you know, yes, we had a disability, but, you know, I, they had the same dreams and aspirations for people that don't have children children with disabilities and I think very helpful always have enough support and always being able to go to your parents and know that they're going to be there for you and, and really back you up and I, I believe we're both where we are because we have parents that actually believe in us and that's something I think both of us that all children with disabilities you know hopefully get to have that and, and should have that yeah absolutely it's great to have that family support and and um, and 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 these same opportunities um, as as people who, who don't have disabilities uh, so inclusion is uh, an inclusion revolution is a big part of special Olympics and and uh, and in so many parts of our lives, what does inclusion mean to uh, um, both of you? Uh, um, yeah, I think I think for inclusion for me is uh, I think really being accepting of each other. Um, you know, like I I still feel people are you know a little bit unsure of people with disabilities and sometimes nervous to go meet them and interact. But uh, I think as we've talked a lot about today, um, is when you get to meet them, they have same goals, dreams, they, you know, they're, we're very much alike. You know we have a disability, we have many abilities, but I think when people have that ability to interact, it changes their perception. So more we can be inclusive, and I think Special Olympics is really leading that inclusion revolution, the more we can interact with people and, and and have that that closeness and relationship. I think that's when you create acceptance. That's when you create inclusive communities. And uh, I hope eventually that you know part of the world inclusion is something we just all do. It's not mm-hmm. something we think about. It's just natural. And that all individuals with disability, not just on them, get to feel what inclusion is all about. Absolutely. And this all. Well, yeah, you know, I agree with you 100% on that too, Matthew, but um, what I think of inclusion is also, you know, the acceptance too, of being able to accept people that may be different, but also, you know, if you go up to somebody who has a disability and you don't, yeah, they might be a little bit different, but you might be surprised. We might have the same interest as you, like if you like hockey or basketball or football or any of those kind of sports. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, yeah, so like I said, they might be different on the outside, but really and truly on the inside, what we all want is people who have special needs or, you know, or not. Everybody all pretty much 
same thing. All they want is to be accepted by everybody and, you know, not left out. And just, you know, like that, nobody wants to be strong left out playing a basketball game with friends or, you know, going to play soccer or anything. You know, you don't want to be the one on the sideline watching. You want to be able to go, you know, stay on the sideline and somebody sees you and says, hey, come on over, come play, right? You want to, you want to be accepted as also as uh, um, included in time. Neat. Absolutely. I agree with um, um, both of you on 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 those definitions of inclusion, and and um, it's uh, I, I, I'm sure when more people um, hear your story on this week's podcast, and people will wait uh, uh, learn a, a little bit more uh, uh, about what. Inclusion in our communities uh, is all about. Uh, so, is there any um, social media plug that you guys want to share with with our listeners, or um, how to how, how to uh, watch either the um, TED Talk or read the blog? Or yeah. Um my TED Talk is on the main website, uh, TED.com, and if you search my name, it uh, will pop up as one of the videos. Um, I also really encourage people to check out Crystal's blog. She has a really interesting uh, blog post about uh, the Arbor campaign, which I highly recommend people to check out, and um, she truly writes amazing articles and is really doing a great job to raise awareness about people with disabilities. Uh, awesome, and we'll put links to um, both of those uh, in the show notes on specialchronicles.com to share with our listeners and viewers. Um, and um, before we conclude, we'll share how people can um, share their feedback on this podcast. We hope that you will join in the conversation and share your feedback with us. You can text in your comments to feedback at specialchronicles.com under that address into your, your text and messaging app where you normally put someone's phone number, but put in that address feedback at specialchronicles.com and your comments will appear instantly on iPad and studio. And join the conversation on social media on... Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, you can tag us at Special Chronicles, at Special Chronicles on the Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and you can tweet us your comments with hashtag Special Chronicles, and at Special C Podcast on Twitter. Remember, tweet us your comments with hashtag Special Chronicles. And please leave us your five-star ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, Facebook, and wherever you listen to your podcast. So, um, before we um, um, conclude um, this week's podcast, you guys have any final thoughts on your overall time here today on Special Chronicles that you want to share with our um, listeners? Um, well, I think that I'm really excited to be here. I'm really excited to be here this interview with you. I will say this is a different experience for me. I'm definitely not used to being in front of the camera 
and on that side, usually, yeah, yeah, I'm always the one, I like to be behind the scenes, writing, or, you know, taking photos and everything, but I have to say, this has been uh, a really cool experience, um, and again, thank you for the opportunity to talk with us, and, um, yeah, it's, it's been great. Uh, yeah, I think that's some words. Uh, thank you so much for having us on today, Daniel. Uh, it, it's been really inspiring and um, to hear um, all the different episodes you've done, and I think you're you're really inspiring, and it's it's neat to see that you're really giving a platform for people in the field with intellectual disabilities to really share their stories and thoughts. Um, yourself, I think you really changed the mindset of what people with intellectual disabilities are capable of. Truly an inspiration to meet you, and uh, thank you for having us on, and I just encourage people that are maybe new to Special Olympics or have heard of it to really get involved, and uh, it's truly a life-changing experience. So thank you again for that. Absolutely, yeah. It, it, it's been a joy um, talking with uh, both of you, and and sharing your story with our uh, uh, um, listeners, and 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 if it wasn't for Special Olympics, uh, then we wouldn't have these opportunities to be able to connect and 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 and, and meet a, a other athletes, and so um, definitely uh, agree. With you, Matthew, that all listeners can um, um, find their their local special uh, Olympic program and get involved. Um, so it's it's been um, joy um, have you both uh, on on the show and and looking forward to um, uh, I'm staying in touch. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So until next week. Until next week, remember. Choose to include Special Chronicles Giving respect and a voice To people with special needs